0: Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to Good Vibes with Jason B. of Broad Minds and More Podcast. And good afternoon. How are y'all doing? Welcome to another edition of Good Vibes with Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast. Today is Variety Episode Forty One. We are going to talk about mental awareness, mental fitness, and some of the mental ailments that a lot of people are suffering in these this day and age, and um, maybe some of the more um, modern techniques of treating such conditions like PTSD, anxiety. Manic depression, so on and so forth. Um, are we really trusting the doctors that have been studying the sciences and being the principles of, of these areas, or should we be looking in more to a holistic source for the answers of what we can do and how we can treat people. That's what we're going to talk about today. Um, It is Sunday, so I'm recording this today. Now, just a quick disclaimer, um, everything that I'm going to be talking about in this particular episode does not necessarily mean that I have participated or that I've actually done any kind of alternative treatments. This is just my curiosity. I'm noticing that this subject matter is trending and we're going to be talking specifically about that and where we're going to to grow from all that, so stay tuned for another edition of Good Vibes with Jason B. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. So let's give a little bit of the rundown of what's going on and what I, what have I been doing with uh my station where where have i been why haven't i been making podcasts so on and so forth um i haven't even been listening to hardly anyone at all um i've mostly been taking time out for myself which i've been doing for quite a while i notice but it's that doesn't escape the the joy and the love that i give to my podcast and when i get do get to do it and complete an episode it's very important to me so we're gonna this part of the this segment is called the rundown so what's going on So, uh, you know, the holidays are over. New Year's is over. uh, We're well into the new year. Uh, What have I been doing? Reading, for one. Uh, Number two, I've been interested in investigating uh, the alternative uh, medicines in this world, behavioral medicines and natural medicines of what I've been hearing so many people have been talking about or at least the issue has been trending and that's the psychedelics the natural psychedelics of the world. And that doesn't mean I you know I'm telling you to do this. This is just a curiosity. Um, you know a lot of people are talking about mental illness and mental awareness nowadays and it's been going on for quite a while. It's like one of the biggest topics of the world if you really notice in the news there's always something being mentioned about mental awareness and um i wanted to take it a step further i wanted to look into um what other podcasters who are well-known and well-respected have been talking to interviewed and have explored um some have been talking about dmt some have been talking about peyote some have been and these are this is not saying that i'm doing this this is not saying that i'm participating or prescribing to anyone this is just a subject matter i've been hearing so much about so i've been interested in that and where that's going Um, I feel it's very important to, you know, if modern medicine is not solving the problem, um, then you've got to look at the alternatives and alternative narratives that, you know, we're missing. It's not always like a magic pill, so to speak, or a magic method or um, some therapy or disciplines going to make you better. Although, you know, disciplines and, and studies can gradually over time improve your circumstances but we're getting to the nit and gritty of it and you know depression like i said mental illnesses um conditions anxieties um ptsd so on and so forth so many people suffer from severe traumas so i've been interested in that and i've been reading and following up on that um The last great episode that I made was with my girlfriend and we were talking about gardening. So I was taking a step further and looking into what she has been interested in, you know, for quite a while and how it creates the harmony in the home that, you know, we share at times um, as well as the persona. So I've been doing that and looking into, you know, finding us a home. You know, I want to uh, I want to find a reasonable home for my family. And, um, it's just taking these steps forward as a man, you know, um, these are very important things for me. So I've been reading that, um, spending a little bit of time in the Bible. Um, I'm trying to finish money and the laws of attraction. (laughs) I have this nasty habit of starting books and not finishing them, but, um, I have been reading, so I've definitely been, um, taking advantage of that and there's like I have like a stack of books that I have not even touched not even read and I want to get to so that's definitely it Um, I've been observing um, people that I know um, podcasters um, I've been watching Instagram just taking notes you know listening um, you know not really listening to so much always podcast but or watching watching YouTube so people performing um, people connecting, put out their message, uh, sharing their daily lives. So it finally just like came to a head. I guess probably today. I would have to say this morning. Um, this morning was the first time that I meditated in probably about a month. Um, I wanted to do an observation of my behavior, my feelings, um, my processes without meditation. And I do, I do some daily and some every other day. It really depends, but I found some wonderful guided meditations that you can check out. I will try to leave, uh, in the show notes today, uh, some, a link to one of the daily morning meditations that I've gotten into. So that definitely that's something that's to be interested. What else have I been doing? Um, I've been dealing with some health issues, you know, facing some man issues that I I personally don't want to really put out there, but at the same time, um, if you're not taking care of your body, um, how's your body really taking care of you? You know what I mean? And the mind. So that's been important. I've been doing that. Um, Looking for a brand new place, you know, to live, um, to move out of my mother's home. Yeah, I've been staying with my mom. Um, We share a house, you know, it's a three bedroom house. She lives in one room. I pretty much rent out two others, but I haven't really been home. It's not my home. And just, you know, finding that, that harmonious place plus uh you know the daily grind you're worried about bills but like I said everything kind of came to a head like yesterday I was uh I was at my girlfriend's house and we were just talking and we're just talking about like deep conversational stuff and I just got to that point where I just kind of I didn't give a fuck you know I didn't really care about the worries or the stresses or what obligations I'm not meeting or or supply I just kind of just i just laid my conscience to rest and sometimes that's what's really a part of the biggest key for your progress to go forward is to lay your conscious self relax and it's hard i mean when you have things that are expecting of you you have bill collectors you have um non uh people trying to seek your attention you're just trying to find that that happy medium space you know what you can do better for yourself where you can do how is it you know should i take a second job or a third job or whatever you're always trying to figure a finagle of shifting something around but then there comes kind of like to a point where you just you don't need to shift it around you just need to scale back your expectations of you and i think that's really really critical and it's really key in this world and we're going to talk a little bit about that in the next segment about expectations So um I am into fitness a little bit. I have been exercising. Um it's very, very important. Um I I cannot stress this enough that taking better care of you doesn't mean you have to commit yourself to a huge gym regiment. Maybe you can do stretching or yoga at home. Um, you know, what if your abilities are not available to you, that you can do certain things that you love to do, whether it be lifting weights, you know, yoga stretching or even just doing a workout video at home um i highly encourage you just to get involved and just to take little actions um i did finish james clear's atomic habits and what a wonderful book um that was i listened to the whole thing Um, i'm actually going to go back over it and actually read it after i finish money and the laws of attraction which also leads me two also a very important shout out from uh to Sheena Diane um I feel like she's I guess you could say a sister in Christ but also a sister in life and love of a good friendship and we've been talking she's uh she's one of actually my personal life coaches and I don't like to admit that but um with Sheena Diane I've felt an incredible connection personally and I want to advocate her um her her coaching um she's got she's been going to school for uh life coaching and um her station if you want to reach out to it is called divine love coaching um she's on Instagram she's on Facebook she's on several different uh, places and I definitely want to give Sheena Diane her props you know she's, she's just such an amazing person you know and and one of the things about life coaching I mean, I am going through th- therapy, yes I mean, that that's a fact but um, one of the things that I choose from therapy is not so much that your therapist is really trying to tell you what to do, he's helping you discover you and what your problems are, so um, you know it just it's just one of those things um, that um, but I've utilized life coaching and you know it's been kind of like sometimes you got to see past your own ego and you got to bear yourself and not everyone's open for that. But, um, I was letting my own ego interrupt, you know, some things that have been going on with me. So that's been kind of going on, but, uh, you know, um, her, I think her, her webpage is divine love or divine. What is it? Hyphen love.com. Um, you can, find uh sheena diane you know oh wait here we go it's divine, all lowercase um hyphen uh dot com, and that's you know um it, it's it's just a wonderful place to go and she really puts her positive energy and i definitely feel it and, and like i said i'm just giving her props right now so Definitely Sheena Diane, have a l- some love coming from me and uh, share your practice. If I can encourage others, you know, who are having a little bit of a struggle trying to go forward and just maybe need not just someone to talk to, but strategies, you know, um, strategies of the simplest, most things. Sometimes those simple little things can make a huge thump in your life and they have done a wonderful job. Sometimes it's just showing your own errors without shaming you i feel like there's so much shame going on in this world that people just don't want can't feel good because they're stuck in their own their own boat so definitely anyhow, we're going to take a little bit of a break and we're going to go on to our next segment um i think i was going to call it expectations um and how we can a little bit to attack that you know so stay tuned and we'll be right back Hey, Goat, how you doing? Thanks for dropping by. We had a visitor, Goat, from uh, the podcast station We Live on a Planet. How you been, Goat? You know. Uh, so anyway, thanks for dropping by. Goat happens to be one of the uh, fellow podcasting assistants to my good buddy uh, Patrick from We Live on a Planet. So go check out Patrick uh, from We Live on a Planet. One of the definitely the hottest podcasters out on the podcasting scene from here on Anchor.fm. Definitely a guy I would check out. So anyhow, going forward, we're going to talk about expectations of you and where is it leading you? Um, I feel like if you are to really talk about mental illness or mental awareness, it really roots from expectations of yourself and where you're going with it. So what are you doing about your expectations? Um, is it becoming too much? Is it becoming overwhelming? Maybe the expectations are too high. Are you feeling that it's not really benefiting or profiting you? or your family? Do you feel like most of your resources are going to outward sources? You know, say like your kids, your bills, your car payment, whatever. We're gonna talk a little bit about that. Expectations is a nasty, nasty like flu symptom, I call it. Um, Expectations are something that can drive you literally insane. Um, We are constantly comparing, grading, and trying to check and see if we're in the right or whether we're in the wrong. Um, Expectations, you know, sometimes can be a good thing and a lot of times it can be a bad thing it just really depends on how you take it um, if you know what's expected of you and what obligations you've made for yourself and to others I mean then you kind of know what kind of hole you dug yourself but at the same time sometimes ex- expectations can give you uh, a persona a perspective of the greater goals that you're trying to achieve for yourself so, say like you want to make a better you and you started January 1st going to the gym or you said that you were going to meditate, you were going to do this, you're going to do that. But um, that's an expectation, you know, you know that this thing somehow is going to lead to a better result. And James Clear um, from the book Atomic Habits actually kind of talks about that, Um, talks about the toxic expectations as well as the healthy expectations. He talks about that the little things that gradually make an improvement or take away from you however way you want to do it you know say like like i said if you if you meditated for 30 days um here that this is a brief example if you meditate for the next 30 days how do you feel after that 30 days of after that specific practice in life it'd be that has become a test habit if you're feeling better then you know that you need to continue once it becomes a A ritual or habit that you must do, um, I feel, you know, it's a benefit. Now, there are those unhealthy expectations like, oh, I've got to get, you know, the biggest house possible, or I've got to make the most amount of money. What's being projected in, in, I feel, in society today is like the feeling of not having enough. Like, for example, if you... If your goal was to be, become a millionaire by the time you're age 50, what would that look like for yourself? What are you willing to exchange for that time? And that's where expectations kind of play into the equation. Um, like I said, there's that, what is that equation that I tend to use from Jack Canfield's Chicken Soup for the Soul, you know, event plus response equals outcome. Um, what that's really saying is, is like, you know that there is an event and your response is the kind of action that you're going to take. And the outcome is the results. Now, a lot of different, you know, mind, alternative mind thinkers and, um, gurus, so on so forth, uh, self-help people, they're always telling you, if you have the goal set in mind, um, you'll achieve it a lot better when you have a mental breakdown of the process it's going to take. And then there's others who will say, well, you got to enjoy the process as well. But what about when the process becomes overwhelming? Like it's not something that, you know, what if you have to change the way that you do it? Now, here's my honest theory. Because the world, a lot of times what I see, and this is my perspective, if I go and change my mind about a perspective, people will call on me and say well why did you do that why are you changing all of a sudden you know so say like if you liked blue all, you know for a long time and then you change say no my favorite color is now green but no you see you've been saying for such a long time your favorite color is blue it's okay to change because at the end of the day you got to look at like is your change your alteration of your process your goal Um, Is it really affecting or costing someone else if it's not costing or making them money then what do you have to really worry about and that also leads into expectation at the job Um, you sign and you, you sign an application so to speak you sign the dotted line that the job description that you have volunteered to give service for in in hindsight is to do this task and you've got to do these things but sometimes there's unexpected things that go into more of what your job is like there's you know sometimes you hear that little that little extra you know you're not being a team player you're not doing this you're not doing that but what if you stayed in the parameters of what you were hired for your leverage now you got to think about okay there is always hidden agendas and there's always hidden expectations within the task of your job. So say like you are a front desk person, you're answering the phones primarily, you know, that's your job. That's what you got to do. You answer the phones, you're trying to direct the call or take a message or whatever. But then your boss is say like you're, you're answering, you know, maybe a thousand calls a day, so to speak. Um, And you're referring. And then your boss says, well, I need you to go and type this up for me. Now, in your job description as the front desk person is typing. But it didn't say what kind of typing. And then your boss says, well, I need you to type this report up. And I need you to do research for me. Okay. But research was never mentioned in your, your job application. And then it becomes an expectation. You don't want to disappoint your boss. But you're saying, well, I can type. But the research, maybe I'm not qualified for. And if you feel like you don't do that research, that maybe your potential of getting a job or wage increase or maybe a position increase is because your lack of availability and ability to be able to apply yourself, you know, to what you want to do. So say like you want to be from, uh, uh, I'll speak from experience, say like you want to be a paralegal. You went to paralegal school. Then you find out I've got to be a front desk person, or I got to be a secretary, or I got to be an assistant to get to that paralegal position. You know that you've been taught all these different aspects of the law and how the law processes. And then, you know, you know your job is busy. You're answering constant phone calls. And like I said, the description, boss hands you a project. Hey, I need you to go research this for me. But it's not in your job description. Do you a say uh, I can't do this? This is not feasible within the time frame and the what you hired me for or b you take it you suck it up and you find some way either whether on the clock or off the clock to research and to get it done to impress your boss your boss sees that you know and it's one of those two outcomes so you go and you research, you do the project for him, you find the answer, you brief it to him. He looks at it for five minutes, tosses it away, walks away and says, thank you very much. Or doesn't even say thank you at all. Now, did he take the moment to recognize your good work? No, it was just a part of his duties. So he leveraged your time so that he can do more things with his time. But was the pain enough? Was the stress enough? So then there's the expectation and where is it leading you? Well, maybe the next time gives you another project. Same thing happens over and over again. Then it becomes like a new expectation for the job criteria. That's not described in the job, but is attached to the job. Were you mad because you didn't say anything in the beginning or did you take time to leverage? Hey boss, you know, um, you've asked me to do reports. Um, I'd like to be considered for, say, like paralegal one. And he says to you, well, we already have the paralegals that we need at this time. Um, I'll keep you in mind. Do you feel defeated? Do you feel like, what the fuck? Do you stop doing what he's always been giving you? I mean, he could have taken those reports to his paralegals that are in position or another person but you feel kind of like, well, wow, you know, like, did I really deserve that? A lot of times you didn't, but what can you do to salvage it? Now that's the, that's the narrative. That's the story an example. So we're going to go into what exactly can we do about this? You know, so then it becomes a stress. You take it home. You start thinking about well, what can I do more? Is there enough? You know, um, What can I do to stop being used? You might think you're you're thinking, well, I'm being used and I've got so much and I'm so overwhelmed by answering all these phone calls and taking messages all the time. How in the hell am I going to have time to write this report? So you're like driving yourself insane and the wage isn't matching the work that you did or the expertise that it did say like you took student loans, you know, to get that education so that you could qualify for the position well here's what i say about all that yes it's good to take on sometimes extra duties but always be in as you're being leveraged you got to leverage the situation you got to leverage your expectations so one ask yourself if this project that i'm doing is going to take up my family time address it to your boss say hey boss um you know, with the time that I'm permitted and all the, th- the phone calls that I answer, and the messages that I take and all the extra, you know, the other duties, it's just not, you know, can I be compensated for or will I be compensated for the extra time? If he says no and you feel like, oh, man, it's, it, I'm taking this internally. If he says no, you can't have extra time. That's where you stop right there. And you just say, you know what? Hey, Mr. Whatever, whatever. Um, Thank you for really thinking and having the confidence in me for assigning me this kind of task. Um, With the parameters of what I have going on, with the duties that you have me hired for, I would like to be considered for an increase. And the increase has got to match. So if you can't do that, you know, I can certainly help you find someone or f- help you with this. But at this time I can't, you know, and then, and then that's the thing is how do you, not, how do you not say, you know, I mean, there's that expectation of yourself. If you say no to someone that it's already a bad remark, that it's always a bad situation. Like, Oh man, but you're taking it emotionally And then you take the work home and you feel guilty or whatever, and you go and your kids are looking at you, mom, dad, you know, I I got soccer practice, I got this, you know, mom, dad, you know, I don't have, you know, and you tell them, look, I've got to get this done. It's really important to my job, but you neglected the expectation at home. You didn't leave work at work. You took work to home, which becomes more work. And then you're stressed. And then in your mind, you're expected to do things in a way because if I don't do this, will I lose my job? Well, it's not as simple as that as losing your job. First of all, I'm not going to say that there's plenty of jobs out there. I'm not going to say that, you know, and I'm not going to say that always maybe my method may be the best way, but I have definitely learned some things along the way, especially from uh, some of those books, uh, how to say it in business, how to say it to your kids, um, so on and so forth, as well as, uh, what is it, When, how to win friends, something like that. It's by Dale Carnegie, and oh my gosh, I can't remember the, how to win friends and influence others, that's right. He talks about leveraging through careful, positive conversation, you know, giving the option and just saying, these are the parameters, I can't do it you know, without saying you can't. So the expectation is, is like your, your, your kids are like looking at you like, yeah, when are we going to go to Disney then? When are we going to have a better house? When am I going to have better clothes? You know, and you say that remark, well, as soon as I get a better position and then you get that better position, but it's not panning out to the way you want it. And then more expectations come up. You've leveraged your over leveraged yourself. You know, you set up the expectation in your mind. If I don't do this quality, I'm going to fail. What about failure? Failure is like something that we that most people can't handle. Now, my remedy for that is, is like failure is a remedy for you to become better. Not to stop. Not to say that you don't qualify. My failures, my mistakes or errors, as I should say, are not qualifications that i'm not good enough it's just showing me where i need to leverage my ability and increase my ability as well as my availability so expectations are like the nasty little thing going on in society that many of us are not really recognizing enough so how do we take our power back you know, and I'm going to talk about that in the next segment. Segment uh, meditation. So we're going to lead on to that, and uh, maybe I'll give you a brief, like, guided meditation and how it goes, so you can clear your mind to make more effective decisions. Because I really do feel that if you're primed for difficulty, you're primed to be able to solve and to work the the ability and availability in your situation. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Okay, here we are again. And this segment's called meditations. So a lot of people talk about meditation. A lot of people can guide you to going where to get a meditation and so on and so forth. But I'm going to talk a little bit the process of it so meditation is not necessarily just to give you the answers like an epiphany and it's not for like oh to put you in a state of being that you'll be able to last no it's more than that um sometimes you just have to prime your body and your mind to close out the overwhelming thoughts in your head say like you feel stressed you're tense you uh You just can't find that happy place. Like you're waiting for something to happen, or you're looking for some kind of alternative answer or expectation. Um, Meditation does not necessarily suit to take care of those things, but it definitely can help remedy those things. So let me just give you a little bit of a sample of a meditation. So if you've never meditated before, this is just to relax your body, to get you focused, to achieve just even the next five minutes a lot better than what you've done. Just to relax you enough, because let's face it, when you're relaxed or you're more positive, you can actually think better. When you're stressed, you're making um, an adrenaline reaction to your situation, which causes intense anxiety. Um, that anxiety over time creates health problems, mental issues, um you know self-destructive behaviors so what meditation will do for you in the short term and long term is creating a process and a pathway to calming yourself down to making a better more fulfilled um decision so let's start off if you just like to you know if you want to skip through this section that's perfectly fine with me but let's just go through a little bit of a guided meditation and i'm going to do that with you just for the next minute or so so what i want you to do is sit or lay sit in a comfortable position anywhere it could be in a chair it could be on the ground you can sit in the what do they call it the indian pose you know you cross your legs and you sit upright it doesn't matter where you are um you could be standing if you want or just laying down Um, If that's just good enough and so what you want to do is is just get yourself in a comfortable position and Just close your eyes and what I want you to do next is just breathe Be close your eyes and be conscious of your breath So a way to do that is is to do it on command like uh, taking a deep breath in going And letting it all out And you do that repeatedly and just do it. If you need to put a timer on your phone, just do it for a minute or two minutes. And don't, you know, there may be thoughts coming into your mind like, I need to get to this, I need to do that. You know, just as my good friend Maria Humphreys from Strong Body, Strong Soul kind of gave me a little bit of guidance when it comes to meditation, Um, she would say, let the thoughts run through, but just bring yourself back home to your breath so again you just you know when you feel like the thoughts are you can't relax you can't do whatever just start with that breathing the basic breathing you know just that and you and you do that over and over again you know you do that for Just do it for a little bit, you know, and only for when you put your concentration on your breath, only eventually those thoughts, those interfering thoughts will come and they'll go through and it takes some practice. And the point is, it's like, after doing that with meditation, you just, it takes you, you know, to being present not your future what's expected of you where you got to be where you got to go just where you are right now there's now we are granted the gift of breathing on our own and there are some people who can't they they need machinery they need medicines they need all this stuff so feel and understand it's a privilege to breathe automatically but when you breathe on command slowly gradually smoothly this is where meditation really helps because no matter what those deadlines are the expectations you have no matter where they are they're gonna be there now whether you're available for there that's a different story but they're gonna be there and so what you do is is you take it to a place where just feeling some joy just some peace through the chaos you know and you feel that and you You know, you can do it multiple times a day. If you need to like, you know, say like you got a 15 minute break, you know, uh, say like you're a waiter or waitress and you just go outside and you just lean yourself against the wall and just close and just breathe instead of picking up that cigarette or, you know, or looking up at that phone um, or other impulse or you want to vent, you want to rage about someone who made you mad at the table or, you know, how difficult this person is being just go back to that that breath you know that and you can take deeper breaths if you want and I suggest doing that a lot of times just take the deeper breath going and by breathing out you're letting the aggression you're letting things out believe it or not and you're bringing your your adrenaline down a notch you know and and some gradually it helps you now there are guided meditations there's plenty of them on YouTube um, the ones that I first started out were with uh, Wayne Dyer his guided 20 minutes and he does the the ah uh, meditation where you're just like all oh, you know as you breathe in he'd be like you'd be like you breathe in then you're all oh you know and, and it really helped you know through that sometimes the guided then there's the non-guided meditations where they're just playing certain kind of ambient music and it just kind of helps you you know like you just it's like you got it tuning yourself to tune out all the stresses the the intensity and all that stuff so you're learning how to do that with yourself and Write a journal, you know, even about your meditation, you know, how you're feeling, you know, if it didn't do anything for you this time, or maybe the thoughts just became so overwhelming, but the discipline is it's a daily practice and it becomes a part of you. So, um, with meditation, I highly suggest take some time. It doesn't matter. The more you think that you're going to solve your problems, you're not. Just let go is the point meditation is helping you let go of what you are attaching your emotions to keyword emotions your emotions lead you to decision making so allow yourself to get some time and just to kind of do that you know just take some time and like some people might think well this is a crack of shit but you know what hey that's their prerogative don't worry about judgment you're not in comparison to anyone else you're only you so That's my little segment on meditation and we will be right back in just a moment. Hey, it's Sheena Diane. I have been watching you as well. Not watching you, but watching the show you that kind of sounded stalkerish. Let me rephrase. I've also been watching the Netflix show you. There we go. And um, at first it was a little bit I was wasn't sure about it. Because uh, I'm not really into those type of thriller movies. But honestly, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I haven't watched Messiah yet, which I'm going to have to check it out. Uh, But now I'm on season two of you. So uh, interesting enough that you're watching that as well. I loved your meditation. It was really great. You have a great voice for that. So that was really nice and calming. Really appreciated that. And thank you for the shout out. As always, you know, I love you. Talk to you soon. Jason. Hello. It's Maria from Strong Body, Strong Soul, as you know. I hope you're having a good day. I have not been producing new episodes lately, slowing down a little bit, but I really, really appreciate your last message into the show here. Thank you so very much for binge listening. And yes, I cannot wait to talk to you again Sam. I love it when we collaborate on the podcast here. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.